Welcome to episode two, where we're talking today about playing it small and how everything you may have been taught could be wrong. I'm excited. You should get excited. So let's get started. You're listening to Making Lemonade, the podcast. When life hands you lemons, you better slay or be slayed. Stay tuned for a collection of stories, techniques, and tricks that will inspire, motivate, but most importantly, educate you on how to live a life of happiness and wealth despite your circumstances. Now, without further ado, here's your host, Tiffany D. Hey, hey, so I'm so excited. We're on episode two, and today we're going to talk about how everything you've been taught could be wrong and how playing it small is really hurting you. Now, I came across this quote, and y'all know I like to start off everything with a little quote about leap and the net will appear. And that really spoke to me because when I thought about everything that I've done in my life, I've came to the conclusion that when I had the biggest rewards was when I took the biggest leap. And I think that a lot of us has been taught to not do these things and it's really hindering us more than helping us. So I wanted to do this podcast really based on mindset and how to prepare yourself for that big promotion, that big property you want to invest in, or to just start your business. It's all about your mindset. I know people talk about this all the time, but you really have to have your mindset in order in order for things to work in your life. So let's talk about what we've been taught. So one of the things I noticed is that we've been taught to settle. We're told to go to school, get in debt, going to school, and then you're going to find a job that's going to make up for you going to school, getting in debt. And it never works out that way. Take it from me, I have um, over $100,000 in student loans. Um, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't have never went to go get certain degrees that I got. Because a lot of things that I do now, I could have really done like self-education. I could have went to conferences. I could have worked with business mentors. And school and incurring that debt was not really beneficial for me. So we've been taught to go to school, incur debt, and you're going to get a job that's going to make up for it. We've been taught to work a nine to five all day. And what the research that I've done is that a lot of wealthy individuals do not teach their children to work for someone else. Their primary focus is to work for themselves or if they are working for someone else, trust and believe that they're working hard to make their own business get off the ground. So We've been taught by our parents and by our family to buy a house, a car, and a dog. <laughs> and a lot of um, things that I've noticed with people is that they go out and they buy these homes that are more than what they should afford. 
um, more than what they should be getting, more than what they can afford, more than, I mean, it's just, they didn't need it. And that's just added stress onto already having debt. And a lot of people think that buying a big house is an asset in their life. And really, if your home is not making you any type of cash flow and you have a mortgage and you have utilities, that home is really a liability at that point. It's not an asset. And a lot of people look at things that they own and they think that they're assets and they're not. And so one tip that I do want to throw in here is that when you're buying a home as a couple, the best thing that you could do for your life is to buy that home based on one income because you never know what's going to happen in your life. You never you never will know if your husband or your partner loses a job or your wife loses a job or get sick. You never know. So it's best to really look at your finances and live beyond your means. And that comes when you're buying a house, buy below what the bank is saying you're pre-approved for. You don't have to go out and get the home that the bank is saying you're pre-approved for. That's just a number to let you know where you stand. So what we've been taught all of these years um, is totally different than with uh, individuals with wealthy parents or individuals that come from wealthy backgrounds have been taught. And just myself, just a little background on myself. I grew up in the projects. I My mom was a single mother. Um, she did not have a huge salary by no means. And I vowed that when I got to her age in my life, that I would not live that way. And so far, I've been fortunate enough to think differently than how my mom and dad thought. And I've been fortunate enough to take risks, especially when I worked in corporate America. I took a lot of risks. I spoke up a lot when in Birmingham, Alabama, where I'm from, you're looked at as, you know, disrespectful if you speak up for yourself and you speak up for what you want. And that was something that I've stuck to my guns about because you have to speak up for what you want. You have to take risks in order to get what you want. That's why I started off this podcast with leap and the net will appear because you may not have it all together when you leap, but trust that that net is going to appear and everything's going to work out. So let's just look at what wealthy individuals have been taught. They're taught how to manage money they know the difference between an asset and a liability. So let's talk about assets and let's talk about liabilities. Assets are uh, anything in your life that's making you cash flow. That's a house that has a tenant in it that's paying the rent and you're getting that cash flow each month. That's a car that's paid off that you could sell at any moment and receive cash flow. Let's look at liabilities. Those are loans, mortgages, credit cards, cars with car notes, um, 
student loans, things of that nature. Those are liabilities. So until your home is making money for you, unfortunately, it's a liability. So I bet you're sitting here wondering, how do I get rid of these liabilities? That's when you really got to sit down and write out what assets you have, what liabilities you have, and start really drilling down on taking care of those liabilities and getting them removed from your life. Now, the the wealthy individuals are taught to make their money work for them. So they know that working for money is the easy path. And almost always, they do not take the easy path. If you look at some of these pe- uh, people, individuals that are over multi-million dollar companies or, you know, full-time entrepreneurs, they didn't have an easy path. And they will tell you that. Starting your own company or investing requires calculated risk. That's why I talk about real estate investing. And I talk about it a lot because I'm passionate about it because I knew that when I invested in my first property, I took a risk. With having two small kids and I was married at the time, that was a risk. That was me deciding at that moment I wanted to take on a property and rehab it. And really, I did a lot of that stuff by myself. So that was myself taking a risk. But when I have my tenant in there, now I have cash flow and that house is making me money. So it's no longer allowability in my life so what the wealthy is taught is to start their own company and make their money work for them so one thing that we need to work on is we need to become more financially intelligent by becoming financially intelligent this is what i mean you can be told no a million times Are you going to give up or are you going to figure out how many different financial solutions to turn a lemon into lemonade? What are you going to do to get that done? The wealthy do not give up. And I know that everybody is on this kick now where everybody wants to make a million dollars or $100,000 a month. And people think that's the end all be all. And it's not. We need to focus more on long-term wealth, not just looking at these entrepreneurs online and saying, oh, well, they made $100,000 a month. I could do it too. You could do it too. But what we need to understand is that $100,000 a month is good, but what exactly were their expenses? You don't know that. So you can't really base your life off what you see someone saying they're making online. Um, A lot of people are going to come with their receipts. That's what you need to pay attention to. Pay attention to the receipts. Don't just pay attention to the beautiful pictures and the vacations and all this different stuff because most wealthy individuals are not splurging and spending their money in that manner. In fact, you don't even know that the wealthy individual is wealthy. So, 
Um, there's one thing I noticed is that um, it's true when Jay Z came out with his with his album and he said putting money to your ear. We don't call that making money over here. He's grown from being an individual who had gold chains and showing off and flashy to normally when we see Jay Z, he has on a white t shirt, some jeans, and Timberlands. He doesn't need to be flashy anymore. He's making his money work for him. He has kids now that he's providing generational wealth with his wife, and they don't have to be flashy anymore. So that's that's one thing that we need to work on and we need to change. Another thing that wealthy individuals do, they focus more on their assets than they do hourly pay. Now, I remember when I worked in corporate America, I was so stuck on having this salary. Like I thought 90,000 a year was like going to be the bomb. Then I got to 90,000 a year and I'm like, "Oh, well I want to make 100,000 a year." And then it just snowball from there like I was not happy because I'm getting this salary but I'm not doing what I'm passionate about and I think that we've been taught to just keep our jobs and keep quiet but we're not really passionate about what we're doing and we're putting our our visions and our dreams on the back burner and so what we need to learn to do is we really need to learn to change this mindset that we have. So I do have some takeaways um, for you on this podcast episode. And this podcast episode isn't going to be really long. Um, it's actually very short, but I just wanted to give you this information. I've just went down the list of what wealthy individuals have been taught and what they teach their kids. One of the ways that you can change your mindset today is to go around your entire life, go around your house and write down everything that you own and list it out as an asset or a liability. This is going to help you start to determine what's actually an asset in your life, what's actually liabilities in your life. You will start to really drill down and look at your income, look at your expenses, where your money is coming in, where your money is going out. And most people, when they see this on paper, it helps it helps them to make instant changes, instant changes. I know that when I did this, I started cutting off stuff left and right. Oh, cable. No, scratch it. I don't need it. Like it, that was a liability for me. Cable is not making me any money. Yes, I love watching Insecure, but cable is not helping me make any money. So I'll catch Insecure another way. So that is one thing that you can do to change your mindset is you can go ahead and list out all of your assets and all of your liabilities. And I'm going to have these uh, a worksheet for you on the Encourage Millions website. You can go to encouragemillions.com slash episode two. And I'm going to have show notes for you. And I'm going to have a little worksheet where you can get started on writing out your assets and your liabilities. Another um, way and a final way that I'm, I'm going to talk about that you can change your mindset right now is to begin 
reading or listening to books to learn more about investing and finances. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already getting your mindset in order because that's what my podcast is about. My podcast is about teaching others how to invest in real estate, how to start building wealth, how to take control of their finances, and how to get their credit in check. Those are things that I had to learn. Those are things that I try my best to teach others because I don't like to see people make the same mistakes that I did, especially when it comes to debt with credit cards and things of that nature. I really do not like to see other people suffer. And so that was my reasoning for making this podcast, the Making Lemonade podcast. So what you want to do is you want to start reading And I know that we're so busy every day. We don't have time to read, but start listening to the books that you know that you want to read, but you don't have the time to read. Just go buy them on Amazon, download Audible. I mean, some type of way that you can listen to these things because what you need to start doing is studying who you wish to become. Now, I'm not saying you need to go out and you want to be Warren Buffett or you want to be Oprah Winfrey or you want to be Gary Vee um, or you want to be like Mark Cuban or these different individuals who are on, on TV and they have these multi-billion dollar, billion dollar companies and they're multi-millionaires. I'm not saying you have to be them, but it's true. Take notes of what these individuals are doing. Take notes. Everybody has a story. Everybody that's at that level in their life has a story that you can go on Google today and start to read and apply those same strategies in your life. And that was my purpose of making this podcast because I want individuals to know that Until you get your mindset in order, you're going to continue to play small and everything that we've been taught could be definitely could be wrong because we have to look at it this way. Our parents only teach us what they were taught. And normally it is a generational thing that has us in a curse. It's like a generational curse where we don't see that, hey, I can start my own business. We get we may have been getting negativity from family and friends about why you shouldn't do something, but the worst thing that you can do in your life is not do something and not try to do something. That's the worst thing that you can do in your life is not do something and not try to do something because of what someone else said. And so you really need to look deep and see Am I not doing that thing because my mom is going to talk bad about me or my dad is going to talk negative about me or my sister or brother or my girlfriend is not going to like it or my husband is not going to like me doing that because I got kids and I need to sit home? No. Live your life the way you need to live your life so that you can grow, so that you can, if you do have kids, so that you can gain generational wealth for your kids and so that... You can prosper because if you don't, you're going to continue to be in this cycle of work, sleep, work, sleep. And I'm not saying quit your corporate job because I'm no advocate for saying do that. In fact, I still have 
Um, it's not a corporate job anymore, but I still work at least 20 hours a week um, to sustain and fund my business. So I'm definitely not saying quit your job, but what I am saying is that if you're working a job and you know you're not passionate about this stuff, really go home at night and put in the work and start doing what you're passionate about. Start doing what you're passionate about. So um, thank you all so much for tuning in to episode two. Once again, I'm going to put the show notes up on encouragemillions.com slash episode two. And I'm also going to have a free PDF download for you to get started on writing down your assets and liabilities and really starting to take control of your finances. See where you can cut back and see where you can get going to get rid of the poor mindset and to stop playing small. So if you have any questions for me or to get in touch with me, you can always email asktiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I, at encouragemillions.com. And you can also visit encouragemillions.com on Instagram and on Twitter as Encourage Mills. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I'm so excited about my podcast. I just have so much things I want to share with you all. So I really thank you for taking the time to listen, to rate and review and to subscribe. So y'all have a good one and stay tuned for next week.